Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Rise and shine, football fans. Start your day the right way with Morning Footy, a podcast that covers every aspect of the global game. Headlines, match previews, analysis, interviews, culture, fashion, and plenty of banter. Join as we track the thrills and spills of Europe's biggest title races, the business end of the Champions League season, a summer packed with international competitions, MLS, NWSL, and much more. Subscribe to Morning Footy. You're listening to Comedy Central. From New York City, the only city in America, it's the show that invented news. This is The Daily Show with your host, Chelsea Handler. night you'll know that I was on ecstasy and I was way too high to find my way out of the building so I am back here again tonight and I am now on ayahuasca tell you, I can now see that all of us are part of one infinite consciousness, together in one soul, all of us part of the same holy universe, except for Tucker Carlson. Which brings us to tonight's headlines. Here's what Dipsy Doodle had to say about Joe Biden's court appointments. So the point of diversity, equity, and inclusion, as you often heard, is to wind up with a leadership class that, quote, looks like America. Now, we think you should hire on the basis of merit, but that's kind of an appealing idea. The people who run the country should look like the country. (laughs) That's not what it's about at all, because no administration has ever looked less like America just by the numbers than the Biden administration. It's not about making the administration look like America, it's about discriminating against certain classes of people who don't vote for them, period. And now it's provable. 97 federal judges confirmed under Joe Biden, total number of white men, five. 22 are black women. So this is race-based hiring, it's illegal, but it's also not about looking like America. Tucker Carlson would go back to talking about which M&Ms he likes to f***. about having diversity in power is a dream come true for guys like you now you can blame all of your problems on women and black people maybe if 
your inbred fingers could work a calculator, you would see that the reason Biden is nominating so many black women is to make up for having men having a 200-year head start. Even after Joe Biden's appointments, there are only 44 black women serving as federal judges out of 784. I mean, what is this, Wakanda? <laughs> out of 784, that is not a lot. You need 20 black women just to make up for Clarence Thomas. <laughs> and this raises a more important question, Tucker, which is why are you always such a whiny little bitch? <laughs> All you do is complain, 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 and now I have to spend my time here complaining about you. <laughs> here talking about real issues, like how celebrities were filling up their asses and faces with fat, but now suddenly they're all taking out the fat in their asses and faces. And where does all that fat go? And how do I get in on it? I'm 47, and I need to start figuring out what direction I'm going in. And I wanted to use this time to get some audience feedback on it, but no, now I have to spend my time talking about how you're mad that white men only control almost all of the country. Do you have any idea how hard it is to be a woman? How long am I supposed to keep this charade going and pretend that my face isn't melting in front of everyone's eyes? <laughs> Anywho, let's move on. Because speaking of dissatisfied men, a man in Singapore is suing a woman for putting him in the friend zone. <laughs> That's right, he wants $2.3 million because he says her rejection caused him sustained trauma. And this is why I don't date anyone from Singapore. He said getting friend zone caused him sustained trauma? How hard is this guy masturbating? the other way around. Women would never file a lawsuit just because a man ghosted us. No, we would just spread a rumor, you know, that, he, <laughs> that he's got a small penis that's riddled with STDs because we are adults. <laughs> I just hope this guy doesn't win because if rejecting losers becomes a crime, I'm looking at a class action lawsuit against myself. <laughs> Let's move on to some fashion news. Even though it's only February, a lot of people are already starting to wonder if they're going to be ready for bikini season. And if this is the bikini everyone's wearing, I'm starting to wonder the same thing. A woman is going viral for her reaction to a micro bikini that she brought from Kim Kardashian's Skims line. The $28 bikini <laughs> claims to fit everybody, but it's barely covering a Trader Joe's tortilla chip. So if you've been eyeing the Skims micro bikini and wondering about the size, these are tortilla chips for scale. I can't really bring this up any higher. Normally a bikini I would wear like probably up to here. This is the most comfortable at like this level because if you look, this is all string. It's not gonna work for anyone. Okay, first of all, that's not a helpful comparison. Okay, nobody who can fit into a bikini that small has ever eaten a tortilla chip. <laughs> who is this bikini for? It doesn't even cover all of your genitals. If someone is someone sitting around going, my vulva's extroverted, but my clitoris is shy. <laughs> In order to wear that bikini, you have to borrow a baby's vagina. <laughs> this thing is also gonna go right up your Pikachu. It's the only bikini that comes with a box of Monistat because you're gonna need it. 
saying from personal experience when I say this feels like a bottom that you are going to have to throw in the garbage right after you wear it. <laughs> I feel like you're pranking us, Kim K. I mean, one day you're wearing a tortilla chip bikini, the next you're showing up in a Batman onesie. Which one is it, Kim? <laughs> you need to tell us you're our leader. <laughs> Anyway, I bought one. <laughs> and finally, let's talk about a group that's definitely not buying any tortilla kinis, uh, the Taliban. <laughs> These assholes fought for 20 years to get back in control of the Afghan government, but now that they have it, it's not nearly as fulfilling as they thought. Meanwhile, uh, to the Taliban. It's been almost a year and a half since the U.S. left Afghanistan, and apparently the ruling Taliban is... Uh, now they're bored. Interviews with former Mujahideen reveal that they're not happy holding down government jobs in the city. We had a great degree of freedom during the war, said one fighter. However, these days, you have to go to the office before 8 a.m. and stay there till 4 p.m. Others complained about traffic and crime rates in the city and worried that easy internet access has gotten everyone addicted to social media. Okay, before you laugh, I follow a bunch of jihadists on TikTok. <laughs> And they do really have good life hacks. I mean, a lot of it involves actual hacking, but still, it's something to think about. I can't believe this. The Taliban is addicted to social media, hates traffic, and they're scared of the crime rate in the city. Are they a terrorist group or a white girl from the valley? <laughs> Who knew the Taliban are such whiny bitches? You sound like Tucker Carlson. <laughs> Actually, you guys do have a lot in common. I'm no matchmaker, but it sounds like a swipe to the right. <laughs> the far right. <laughs> Apparently, the Taliban really hate living in the city. Well, guess what? None of the Afghan people in the city wanted you there in the first place. All the women who liked going to school and driving and working won't miss you. If you hate the city so much, go back to your cave and work by Zoom like the rest of us, okay? <laughs> I'm not even in the studio right now. I'm using a Zoom background because I'm really at Burning Man, and that's why I'm on ayahuasca. <laughs> For more on the Taliban, we go to Afghanistan, where Desi Lydic is reporting live. Chelsea, I'm here on the front lines with the Taliban, and for the record, these guys are not like the mall Santa. Their beards are 100% real. <laughs> Found that out the hard way. The, the front lines of what? I mean, I thought the war is over. Uh, yes, the war with the United States is over, but an office job is its own type of war that the Taliban is not prepared for. Getting hit by American missiles is bad, but compared to everyone finding out that you're the office pooper? <laughs> I think we'd all rather take the drones. But isn't this what the Taliban wanted? Why would you spend 20 years taking over a country if you didn't want to run the country? Oh, they want to run the country, but they didn't know what working is like these days. I saw one veteran fighter accidentally log himself out of slack. Then he tried to log in, but it said he had to verify with his phone. But his phone said that he had to verify the phone with Slack. And then he tried to call IT, but they only use Slack. And, uh, long story short, by the end of the day, he beheaded himself. Not to mention, this is a whole new power structure for them. I mean, they have to answer to an HR person now. 
The Taliban has HR? Oh, yeah. Someone's got to handle all the complaints about the women in the office. <laughs> Mainly that there's women in the office. That makes sense. It's bad, Chelsea. They can't do anything right. They tried to throw an office party, but they don't allow alcohol here. No alcohol? So what, just beer and wine? <laughs> no, no, I mean no alcohol. Can you imagine having to interact with coworkers without drinking? No, that sounds awful. <laughs> Miserable. Oh. Taliban is demoralized. Maybe this is America's chance to go back in and defeat them. Well, the beauty of this is that we don't need to do that, Chelsea. We can just sit back and let the monotony of the nine to five office culture take its toll as their cubicle walls close in on them and the fluorescent lights drain them of their will to live. <laughs> so what Americans basically did to ourselves. Uh, no, that's totally different. Because in America, we let women do it, too. <laughs> Thank you so much, Desi. All right, when we come back, we will bring some other people to tell jokes. So don't go away. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. stories out there that I'd like to talk about, so I thought I'd bring in some friends to discuss it with me. Please welcome Larry Owens, Mateo Lane, and Sam Jay. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the show, you guys. Thanks for being here tonight. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks for, for having, having us. Um, there's some stuff in the news that I would like to get um, your takes on. Uh, first of all, Leo DiCaprio is rumored to be dating a 19-year-old woman, but then it said he may not be dating a 19-year-old woman. But I think that uh, the truth is that he probably is dating a 19-year-old woman. And he has this pattern, right? And a lot of people get upset that he only dates. His number went from 25, if this is true, to 19. So he's always dated women that are 25. I have the opposite problem. I've only dated men that are in their 50s, whether I'm in my 20s, in my 30s or in my 40s, I always like older man. So I have like a glass ceiling and he has a glass basement. <laughs> but do you take offense? I mean, obviously, I mean, do you take offense to or what? I mean, I don't understand what the problem is when a man can only date somebody that is like that young. Like, they don't mature with their own age, you know? Well, as a gay person on Grindr, they always say, it's just a preference. <laughs> it's just a preference. Yeah, no, for real. I feel like Leo always does it, like, he keeps it right above the, you know what I mean? Like, he doesn't go too low where you're like, criminal. <laughs> 
have a problem with him per, specifically because I'm his age. I'm 47. I think he's 48. I'll be 48 at some point, hopefully. <laughs> but um, I, I don't have a problem with him doing that because I think he just does so much, you know, good stuff, too. Like, he's such a big environmentalist. You know, it's not like he's a Scientologist or something. <laughs> my, my question is, like, he's on set. He's dealing with agents. He's in some movie. And then he's like, how's your day? She's like, oh, my locker mate's the worst. <laughs> Like, she's 19. Tom Brady's also in the news today because he posted a picture yesterday. It was kind of a thirst trap picture. Gay. Uh, <laughs> Just on the record, Tom Brady has not come out as gay, okay? When he does, tell me. <laughs> Pictures speak louder than words. <laughs> well, I, I, my, my issue with Tom Brady is less about his gayness as, and, and more <laughs> about the fact that he let his wife leave him with his children. He broke up his entire family so he could play an extra season on uh, whatever team he's on. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, is that right? <laughs> is that the team he's on? Oh, Sam's oh, gonna... she's from Boston. I'm so, so offended by whatever this is. <laughs> he let his wife leave him so he could go play wherever. He achieved greatness. He became a football god. That takes time. Yeah, but not, yes, okay, you can clap well, for yeah. that. Go ahead. <laughs> but, yeah. but that's not what happened this year. He didn't achieve greatness this year. And that's why he's showing half his package. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the half package that bothers me. Why are you covering up the goods? I know he's sitting there like a kid who's got to beat like a seven-year-old in church who has to pee. Like that was his sexy pose. Or he's sitting there like a Greek Adonis with a lot to show you. Okay, let's not say things we can't take back. <laughs> and the brown underwear, those look like skims. <laughs> those look like skims. It's a quality product. <laughs> he's every gay Instagram ad just in one photo. <laughs> There's a nine-year-old named David Bolligan. He graduated uh, from Reach Cyber Charter School after taking online classes. So he's nine. He started high school right before COVID hit, and then he graduated in three years <laughs> with a 4.0 GPA. And he wants to be an astrophysicist. God. I mean, this kid is annoying the shit out of me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He completed a semester at Bucks County Community College, which is the only thing I have in common with him. I also completed one semester at Community College. <laughs> I don't like when kids get like this. You know what I mean? I just want to say, when I was nine years old, I was watching X-Men pretending I was Storm and eating tricks for kids. Like, I don't know, like, how is he already graduating college? Well, also during COVID, when everybody else is making excuses about not getting anything done because of our, whatever, because we're sad or lonely or alone or we're not alone enough. Uh, and then this kid is just hitting it out of the park. This is another reason not to have kids. Yeah. <laughs> Do not send him to college. Send him to the streets, okay? <laughs> we need no more geniuses making AI, okay? We need gangsters. <laughs> uh, there's been another new, new discovery. Jupiter, the planet, uh, <laughs> has 92 moons, 12 of which they had missed prior, and they just found 12 more moons surrounding Jupiter. This is a very confusing time for me, because if you know me well, you know that I am very confused about the galaxy. I, I just wish, like, we would all get to a point where scientists would just be like, hey, y'all, we don't know shit, and just stop there. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just all, it's like, y'all don't know. I don't like
like finding out about planets or that aliens are coming. I know that there are aliens out there, but I don't want to commingle with them. You know what I mean? I'm not looking to meet them, and I don't want to find out any more surprising things about the galaxy. It just all kind of annoys me. It's just like NASA's like a really expensive program to look at rocks. I agree. I agree. Why are we sending all this money to Japlina or whatever, and we can't get the we can't get the piss smell out of the subway? Priorities, people. I know. <laughs> They're like, look at all this water that's on this moon off Jupiter. I'm like, doesn't Flint need better water? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> Stay tuned, because when we come back to Remodel, Ashley Graham will be joining us on the show. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Supermodel and designer who's become a fixture on every major magazine cover and fashion runway. Please welcome my friend Ashley Graham. Beautiful audience. Hello, audience. Now, am I just sitting really tall and you're sitting short? Um, because I, I feel like yeah, you feel like you're a little, a little taller than me. Yeah, yeah. that's okay. Are it's you the, are you unco- you want to go down? No, it's okay. It's fine. You want to go downtown? It just is. You know, it's like well, whatever. It's fine. It doesn't matter. Uh, I don't mind that you're overpowering me. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I need to be cut down to size. You actually, like it, don't you, right? yeah, I do. <laughs> Um, thank you for being here today. I'm so excited to talk to you because I always love talking to you because you're real and you're not full of shit like all these other models. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, you know, I like to keep it honest, keep it real. I don't know what the other models are lying about, but I do know what I'm telling the truth about, and it's me. So, I mean, I think that everybody needs to just have a little honest, honest truth on Instagram and social media. Yeah, and I feel absolutely. I feel the same way because I find it very frustrating, especially when we think about young girls coming up and growing up and watching everybody on social media. Now that everybody's dirty laundry is there to see, it's it's such a crappy example to like let them believe that everybody looks perfect all the time or people are walking around in those tortilla chip bikinis, that, I know. you know, without getting some major things done to their bodies to afford that to happen. You know what I mean? hundred percent. And you're all about body positivity. Yeah. I mean, I like um, to represent myself as someone who's just happy with who I am. And I've had a journey. Like it is a journey. Body yeah. confidence, being okay with who you are is a journey. And, um, 
there's been waves of it that I've had, you know, mental issues with my body or just physical issues with my body. And um, but you go through it. And I think that that's the whole thing is like talk about it. And I don't ever want to lie because I think about myself. Right. I think we think about when we were younger, what were the celebrities and the influencers and the, those people that we were looking up to and there wasn't enough being talked about then, but now we have the platform and we have the, we have the space to be able to talk about it so we don't have to deal with it, but it just is such a problem. Well, there um, was no phrase. First of all, there weren't influencers when we were growing up. I know, Certainly I said influencer, I and I was, was like, up. what? Nobody was influencing, and that was a, and just that celebrities. Was, yeah, yeah, and that was a more pleasant time, I would argue. <laughs> but, a little bit. But I, I know, before it was a lot easier, but I mean, there's a term, and, and, the, and the term body positivity wasn't even around when no. we were growing up. No. So now there's body positivity, which means, you know, you're very happy or you embrace yeah. all of your, your, your shortcomings. I feel positive about where I am in life and it has gone up and down. Then there's body neutrality. Which is what? Uh, their, um, body neutrality is like, I'm just happy to be in my body, like period. Like I wake up, I'm on my podcast, pretty, pretty big deal. I interviewed Demi Lovato and she said, I can't lie to myself. Like, I just want to to wake up and know that my body is surviving and working. I'm not going to lie and say, like, thick thighs, I love you. And that also is very honest. And I think that that's the most important thing is that you're being honest to yourself. You're being honest to the people that you're speaking to. So you're not giving this idea of perfection um, because, I mean, the whole, like, altering your body through just one click or one pinch that's a lie. That's a lie to everybody that's following you. It's not nice. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not nice. But body neutrality, I, I don't think I'm even there yet. Like, I don't wake up and go, oh, my God, my body's a vessel. You know what I mean? Like, I so mean, you feel like there's layers to this? Well, there are layers to it, even for a grown woman like myself. I mean, I can't believe I just referred myself as a grown woman, but I guess that's what I am. You are, honey. I know. You are. <laughs> We say hello. Yes, yes. We always, we just always go in for the titties. You I came know. backstage and we were just like, ah. Well, we're, we're both well known for our boobs for separate reasons. You're feeding your family and I'm just entertaining people. Yes, and we are so here for it. Yeah. We are here for it, Chelsea. <laughs> Give us more. You had, you have a set of twins and you have another son. So you have three children and that happened quick. That was a little bit like a blitzkrieg for me. Ooh, yeah. It was overnight. My whole life changed, and yes, it felt like I was just like feeding a nation. But um, and it, on Instagram, because she's very, you know, you're normalizing breastfeeding for a yeah. lot of people that are not comfortable with it. You have your boobs out. You're constantly pumping, feeding these kids, or not pumping, feeding them. You know, it's all of the above. I, I, there's not one thing that I wanted to kind of be left in the dark, especially with like how your body is changing when you're pregnant and stretch marks and then saggy skin and. Um, formula, breastfeeding, because there's also this whole thing with people telling you how to feed your child. So with my first kid, I was like, I can only breastfeed. This is the right way. And then I had the twins and I was like, I'm not doing this. This is this is not working here. Like both of you want both of these. Like I'm this is a lot of work. So I saw breastfeeding when they were five months and I gave them the best formula that I could find in America, Bobby. And these little guys are so strong and so happy. So I don't think we should be telling people how they should be feeding their kids. Right. But my hair fell out. Like it was, this has been a journey. Like now I think I've got like little bangs that like they come like that. <laughs> What, it, what is that? So your hair falls out when you have a baby? Yes, because you get all of these amazing 
it's like your body just fills up with nutrition and then the baby sucks it out of you. Yeah. <laughs> and then the baby comes out and then all and of you, a sudden you're just fully depleted of everything. So your hair falls out. Not everybody. I mean, this is just my experience, but I know a lot of mothers out there that the same thing happened. You get acne. I mean, the weight doesn't come off. It's just like, oh, your boobs go down to here when you're done. I have two bras on currently. And I know Fashion Week starts this week, which yes. uh, so are you walking any shows? I'm gonna walk, I'm gonna sit, I'm gonna join the parties. I already did a few things. Do there you was, love Fashion Week or? You what? know, it's like a love-hate, right? Because yeah. fashion is so much fun. Like I'm wearing a Balmain dress tonight, uh, right now. And it's like, thank you, Olivier, for making my size. And then you find a designer that you're obsessed with and they don't make your size. And you're like, what am I supposed to do? And it's just this performative act of putting one curve girl on the runway or one curve girl into um, a campaign and then you can't find the clothes when you go to the store. So there still is this, this long journey, I think, ahead of us with designers because um, for whatever reason, there's this like this cycle of issues when it comes to making sizes um, that can fit the U.S. majority, which is a size 14, 16. That's the that's the majority of U.S. women. That's the size we are. So why are you missing out on this like billion dollar business? Why don't you want to dress us? I don't understand that. Yeah, right. And but I'm here to support. Like I, I love fashion, but the biggest problem is is that they're just isn't enough designers making clothes our size. Well, you've done amazing things for a lot of models, so um, I appreciate everything you're doing on behalf of all women. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate absolutely. It. Ashley Brown, everybody. And we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back after this. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. the Karam Foundation. They are an organization providing disaster relief in Syria. And if you'd like to support them in their work, please donate at the link below. Explore more shows from The Daily Show podcast universe by searching The Daily Show wherever you get your podcasts. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and stream full episodes anytime on Paramount+. Plus. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. Rise and shine, football fans. Start your day the right way with Morning Footy, a podcast that covers every aspect of the global game, headlines, match previews, analysis, interviews, culture, fashion, and plenty of banter. Join as we track the thrills and spills of Europe's biggest title races, the business end of the Champions League season, a summer packed with international competitions, MLS, NWSL, and much more. Subscribe to Morning Footy. Morning Footy. 